a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Can you imagine? You, you, like I said in the last segment, you set the politics aside, set the race for governor aside, forget all that. Uh, but think about uh, what would what, what it would mean to your family. Let's say if someone you know, got tested for the coronavirus, they get a call back saying, hey, you're in the clear. What a, what a relief that would be. What a reason to celebrate. You gather the family up, you, you hug everyone, you say, oh my gosh, dad's healthy. Dad's, dad doesn't have the coronavirus. This, this runny nose and these watery eyes, that's, that's something else. The health department tells me that I'm, I'm good. Come here, wife. Come here, young daughter. Give me a hug. Come here, granddaughter. I'd like to hug you. And for 48 hours, that was the attitude in the Huntsman home until they got a second phone call from the same health department saying, ooh, made a little error. Uh-oh. Turns out you've got the COVID. Man, inexcusable. I want to uh, briefly play uh, a, a message which was shared by John Huntsman Jr. Uh, this morning explaining the announcement that he received. Uh, so, Amber, if you've got that queued up for me, I'd like to play this. It's about two minutes long. It is a video released this morning by John Huntsman Jr. Uh, here he is this morning explaining his COVID diagnosis. Hey, everybody. I've tried to keep you posted as I've been uh, in quarantine. Well, that status has shifted and I'm now in isolation. Uh, I was diagnosed this morning uh, as positive for COVID-19. This is after a few days of uncertainty and, uh, and uh, test results that uh, weren't quite clear. Uh, but now it's pretty clear. And the symptoms that I've been feeling for the last couple of days are, are in fact what uh, I suspected they were. Uh, and we've done everything uh, possible to make sure that we distance and do all of that. Uh, first and foremost, I'm thinking about uh, a lot of families who are going through the same thing. Uh, they'll get through it, they'll endure, and they'll be stronger as a result. But my thoughts and prayers go out to all those who are experiencing the same thing. I've seen in my own family, uh, as we have a lot under one roof, uh, the level of uh, uncertainty and anxiety. It's very real. And we're still waiting for some tests that are pending on some family members, including one who's in more of a high-risk category. Uh, so we're going to do our very best, and I will make sure that first and foremost, uh, I watch out for the health and well-being of, uh, of, our, of our family. Uh, they're the greatest human beings I've, uh, I've ever known. Um, second of all, we've got a great campaign team, and I'm proud of them. I'm proud of all those around the state, our volunteers those who have been passionate about our campaign, and I want to thank them. Uh, they're just awesome people. We have been supercharged through this like nothing else, and uh, our resolve is as high as ever. Uh, so, But we have had now six uh, uh, diagnoses positive for COVID-19 in our campaign office. Uh, they're all doing well. Uh, they're taking care of themselves. They're all uh, in isolation. Uh, we're working remotely. We haven't missed a beat. And uh, we won't miss a beat. We'll just keep it up. Uh, no doubt my family will make sure that I am uh, deeply, deeply isolated from, from them. 
So my focus is going to be getting healthy and uh, as always making sure that we have the best economic plan to get us out of this COVID hole and to grow and double the state's economy going forward over the next 10 years. That's the most important thing we all can do. All right. I have uh, griped and complained on behalf of the Huntsman's long enough. Uh, I have expressed my upset and my frustration with the county health department, so I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Right now, the Huntsman family, those uh, sharing a home with candidate Huntsman, they're waiting on results. About 24 hours from now, they hopefully will either have some peace of mind or they'll know exactly which circumstances in which they find themselves to uh, best care for the family and the household there. So we're going to leave that at that. I want to turn my attention now to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Do you remember him? you remember Dr. Anthony Fauci? Yeah, he was like a hero. In fact, uh, near my hometown, they were making cookies with his face printed on the cookie. You know how at the cookie store... They can print images on cookies on top of the icing. Yeah, they were, they were printing St. Anthony Fauci's face on the side of cookies. He was appearing daily, 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 every day, working uh, 28 hours a day, appearing everywhere, delivering daily messages from the White House and elsewhere. Well, you haven't seen much of him lately. Don't know why. Don't know why. Don't know uh, under what orders he's operating these days. But you don't see too much of them now. But we did this morning on ABC's Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. Uh, He was there, and they had a conversation. They went back and forth, touched on a number of topics. I want to walk through some of those as I have time. First off, he talked uh, about what needs to happen as the states ease restrictions. You still have to practice a degree of caution and carefully go through the process of trying to normalize. He also talked about getting back to normal. Everyone wants to approach normality and get things back to normal, including the economy. But that doesn't mean that all bets are off. And he gave some tips on what to do still. You still should be wearing a mask. You still should be trying as best as possible to have that physical distancing. You still need to wash your hands as often as you possibly can and avoid congregation in large numbers. And next... This is fascinating. This is for the first time, with the exception of Dr. Angela Dunn, that I have heard a medical professional in someone's capacity, in a leadership capacity, uh, like here, Dr. Anthony Fauci, discussing, discussing the transmission of the coronavirus amongst protesters. The issue of physical separation is important. Masks can help, but it's masks plus physical separation. And when you get congregations like we saw with the demonstrations, as we have said, myself and other health officials, that's taking a risk. And what we have seen, including among members of the Army National Guard who have been sent in to police protests in Washington, D.C., there are now a number of positive tests. Here is Dr. Fauci discussing that. I wouldn't be surprised that members of the congregation that were there demonstrating could also be infected. And many of them would then go back to where they were because not everyone was demonstrating in the city where they live. So there you have Dr. Anthony Fauci is speaking out again. Uh, he, he also talks uh, about how it really is a vaccine and a vaccine only that will emerge us from uh, what we are enduring right now. I wish that I was seeing more of Dr. Fauci these days. Uh, he, for a time, was, uh, to use a phrase I've used a few times this week, he was my North Star for a little while. He was the authority. When he spoke, 
uh, it inspired me uh, and gave me comfort, comfort and confidence that what he was saying, or at least the advice that he was giving, was something that would help keep me and my family and our community uh, safe. I'd like to hear more from him. I'm going to do what I can uh, to keep you up to speed on everything he says, even if we are not hearing from him as regularly as we have in months past. I'm going to take a, a quick break, and when we come back just after the news, uh, we're going to be speaking with Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. You see, more charges have been filed uh, relating to the burning of a Salt Lake City police cruiser. We're going to get the details next from the District Attorney. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.